Hi, I'm Jackie. Hi, I'm Emma. And this is Two, Two Pints of Brew and a Chocolate Crispy Crime and Punishment Series Episode 2. So, last week we discussed Catherine Fletcher and her um, untimely death on in Moyer Avenue in, what was it, 1996? Well done, your memory's so good. I know. God, it was me who spoke about it and I'm like, I spoke about it now it's like, pfft, out the brain. But this week, anyway, Emma has a brand new case for us, which is far more mysterious. It is. It is mysterious. It's... It's um, it's an onion case. An onion case. It's got Shane Shrek. It's got layers. Oh, dinner. <laughs> it does. It does hear layers. Actually, it it, it blew I can't, my, believe I can't use get the same blew my mind because, like, you know, I'm not even saying that actually. Mm-hmm. So I had to come to your house this week, didn't I? Okay, why now? Okay. <laughs> Yes, you did. Because I had no idea how to start and end the story, mm. and I have rewritten and rewritten and rewritten it. Yeah. And it's not a complicated case. It's just, where do you begin? Where do you begin and where do you give the information, put the information in? It is very complicated. You've worked really hard, it has sense. to be said. Really hard here. And it hasn't helped that we have just re-recorded this for our third this time. Is, this is third time lucky. Yeah, because my son keeps coming in. <laughs> And asking where his trainers are. And what was the, the first time I don't know for? why he came in the first time. I don't remember either. I have no idea. But I know he, the second left, time. He left with something. He was like, I'm coming in. Bribe me and I will leave almost. And then Yeah, left. he left with M&M biscuits. And then left. And then, and then, left. then, and then had the audacity to return. And then, mums, where's my trainers? And it's like, why would it's I know where your trainers teenager, are? Typical teenager. Oh, anyway. Anyway. Any hoosie. Are you buckling in? I'm in. I'll have questions. I'll ask them. I'm good to go. You fire on. I am. I'm looking forward to hearing that, actually. Okay. So, I'm taking you to Huntley. Been there. Excellent. So, this is a town 40 miles north of Aberdeen. The main route to Huntley from Aberdeen is the A96 which is a combination of single and dual carriageway roads. Mm-hmm. Roads, sorry. Roads, yeah. So, for those that have been in England, I do know that the A9's this. It's very annoying, dual carriageway, single, and you always end up stuck behind a wagon. Mm-hmm. I suppose it would be like an autobahn or an autostrada. Something like, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a freeway with less lanes. There's only two lanes. So, it's like a fast road. A fast yeah, and yeah. slow road. Yeah, pretty much. Two lanes, left lanes for regular national speed. And if anybody's going slower than that, which is like your big trailers and stuff, then you go in the other lane to overtake them. Supposedly. Supposedly. Not quite how it I happens. Don't know. I always in real behave. Life. I don't go over 70 miles an hour. Anywho, swiftly moving on from that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's take ourselves back to February 2001, which saw extreme wintry weather in the northeast of Scotland. Mm. In particular, um, was the Huntley area who had very heavy snowfall, mm-hmm. which isn't uncommon. Yeah, it's pretty much Huntley. pretty much every winter they get real yeah, bad. They do, and they close off roads, and it's just an absolute nightmare up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so due to this, 
uh, whether a member of the public had alerted the police to an abandoned car parked in the Kearney layby, which is a few miles outside of Huntley on the A96. The car was a red Ford Scorpio Ultima. Ugly. We have discovered is not Ultima is in the sense you think, oh yes, no, sporty it's, number. Oh, it's, it's ugly. Just no. just Google a picture. Looks a bit like Kermit. Yes, it does. It does, doesn't mm. it? So it was parked in the layby on the A96, facing south, back towards Aberdeen. Mm. Keep this in mind, please. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. It's in, up here now. I do not know how long it took for the police to go and look at the vehicle after be, it being reported. Because we need to consider here that it was bad weather. Yeah. So, you know, there's obviously other things might be going on, car accidents or whatever. So I have no idea how long it took from yeah. reporting to go in and have a look. Yeah. And I don't know who reported it. It's just a member of the public. There's no more information. Yeah. Like your case from last week with Catherine Fletcher. There's a, there, yeah, there's... It's very hard to find any real information. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, obviously this is Grampian Police before it became Police Scotland. Yeah, sorry, I forgot but, to mention that. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, they unfortunately have a bad reputation for going out to things in bad weather conditions as of recent, so... We'll just say it's unknown. Mm. So, on the 9th of February 2001, Grampian police attended the deserted vehicle. Finding that there was no one there, they decided to conduct a search around the immediate area. So, on the opposite side of the road, mm-hmm. about 100 yards from the car, down a steep treacherously steep sorry mm-hmm. slope okay the police found what they described as a bloody body under the a blanket of snow with a sawn off shotgun nearby okay so i'm like okay right so when they say treacherously steep slope were it would lead to suggest that it's not a slope that you could like walk down on foot maybe without the snow okay yeah but but certainly with the conditions now i'm really annoyed at myself because i was actually going to drive out there this week and actually have a look at it to see if you could possibly just walk down it i see how treacherous obviously i wasn't going to walk down that i was just just going to to (laughs) on my way to tesco so there was no like i'm going to try and attempt to go down here with a set of ropes or anything like that right (laughs) right so to just give you an idea of the conditions the police were facing um they said the conditions at the time were wild seriously wild conditions were so bad on that slope we were doing risk assessments to let people down to investigate okay. um so yeah so it was obviously really bad yeah yeah if you're before thinking they're the... taking time to go right we've discovered that there is something down there that looks like a body work but we're actually having to do a risk assessment for mm-hmm. going down then it kind of so states it's bad where the body was situated it was in such a bad position for people to get to that they had to get mountain rescue to retrieve the body. Mm. So it must have, I mean, I'm really, I'm getting a picture here. It's hard for the listeners to get a picture here. 
I've got yeah, a no a idea of the area and things like that. So but if you're I'm thinking like, otherwise, like a steep enough slope, something's happened, something's at the bottom of it, and they can't even just go. Well, we'll even like hand crawl it down backwards. It's like no, we have to get like mountain rescue who are yeah. normally up caring about because somebody's decided to, that they're gonna want to go camping in the middle of the bloody snow. Because I was one. No, no, that's ridiculous. Like, don't do it, people. So, like, yeah, I'm with you. So, initial investigations by Grampian police found that the body was that of a Mr. John Donovan, and his cause of death was a gunshot wound to the head. Would just, yeah, that would Which be... kind of makes sense, because there was a sort of shotgun, shotgun nearby. nearby. I'm with you. We're following. Um, but it turned out that he'd been reported missing by his family the week before. Okay. So, obviously, once they've started running PNCs, I do the and that, I and guess stuff. they've realised that he is actually a misfire, missing person. Mm-hmm. So, this is where all the mystery begins. Okay. So now we're going to leave our little town of Huntley. In our crime scene. In our crime scene. Mm-hmm. We are now away to travel 597 miles south. That's a 9 hour and 43 minute drive without the stops. And you would need stops for mm-hmm. that. Because John Donovan was not a local. No. John Donovan, born on the 12th of May 1963, who was aged 37 in 2001, was from the Isle of Dogs in London. Oh! The fuck was he doing in that life? Pardon my French. So I was like, oh, right, okay. So the Isle of Dogs is obviously in London. It is literally a stone throw. From Canary Wharf. I suppose that's probably one of the most famous areas yeah, to really kind of yeah. place it. Um, it's obviously... It's funny because actually when I was looking at it where it is, I was like, oh, it's in the big U of the River Thames. You see it on these Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big U. The big U. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good so, for the viewers, the listeners. Have a look at <laughs> Google EastEnders. You'll see. So, anyway... um. He was married and lived with his wife, Dina, and his stepson, Lee. And it was stated on his death certificate, which I found online, um, that he was a lift engineer. Although, this may be debatable. Right. Okay. But we'll go with he was a lift engineer at the moment. Oh, okay. Alright. So, we've got the who, and we've got the... Where? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Now we're going to go back up to Scotland with Grampian's finest, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take note here, right? Yeah. The shotgun that was a sawn-off shotgun, mm-hmm. it was untraceable. Right. But it had not been used in any other shooting, right? Right, okay. There were no fingerprints on the gun. Not even John Donovan's. Right? Right. And the ex-detective who had an, a lot to say throughout this, and sometimes you just wish he would shut up. Okay. But, <laughs> but you will see why. Okay. You will see why. Okay. He stated that my recollection is that there was absolutely no evidence, phys- physical or forensic. So to me, that's saying... They checked the gun. There was likely only one cartridge in the shotgun, which was the fatal shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no fingerprints on that. 
there's obviously no cartridge left in the gun that they could possibly take fingerprints. I am presuming here because there is no information. Yeah. That there was no evidence of foul play either in the car at the top of the slope. Well, but they can't rule out that there wasn't because either because mm. there's no forensic evidence. Because you're thinking, right, somebody's going to shoot themselves. One, why would you pick a, a shot, a son-off shotgun? Not a handgun. If you're going to get your hand of a, a hands on a gun, why would it not just be a handgun? Why, why something that big? And plus, would you not have shotgun residue? How would that? Having I've gone clay pigeon shooting, so I know if you shoot it, there's a lot of recoil in these guns. How has he managed to pull it and managed to do it in his head? That's it. It says it just says a gunshot wound to his head. It doesn't say where on the head at all. I've not seen the autopsy or anything like that. I've only seen the death certificate. So, but I mean, we can dissect this. Oh yeah, till the cows come home, dear. Till the cows come home. But let's let's go let's go back to London. Okay. Okay. Yep. With Grampian's finest. Oh, we're coming with them, okay. Yep, mm-hmm. we're going there. So, before we get to their trip mm-hmm. and Grampian's finest conclusion, I now need to explain something else to you. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, John Donovan had close ties to a powerful underworld crime syndicate. Well, this took a left turn. I know, I'm literally, I know this story already, obviously she told me, but I'm like, every time you're like, he had ties with this, I'm like, I thought he was a lift engineer, what's happening? I know, it's just mad. So that's lies. So, well, who knows? <laughs> On who knows? Side, maybe. Maybe. So Grampian police were aware that John Donovan had links to organised crime, although I'm getting the impression from all of the information that I have found that they were not fully aware as the extent of these links. Okay. Or the type of crime syndicate we're speaking about Oh, right. Okay. 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 But we'll speak about that a little bit later on. Mm Mm-hmm. So nevertheless, they went to London. Um, They attended a gym which was connected to this crime gang Mm -hmm. and John Donovan. And allegedly, they interviewed the management there about John, mm-hmm. Donovan, and his connection to the gym. Right. Although I can't find any other further information about him in this gym. Okay. I don't know if he worked there. Maybe they had a lift. I have no idea here. Mm-hmm. No idea. Okay. So, <laughs> they also spoke to an underworld enforcer. Because I'm sure he was just spewing his guts with information, you know. <laughs> which was linked with John Donovan. So, why is this gone Guy Ritchie on us? I know, do you know what? I was thinking of being locked stuck in two smoking barrels when I was reading this, actually. Like, I thought this could be... So why this has this never be been made into a movie? movie, yeah. I know. I know, I was thinking that. <laughs> so, whilst they were there, they also met with the family. Now, this really upset me. Okay. Oh. So, all there is about when the police met the family was this ex-police detective saying, I met with... Mr. Donovan's wife, she was quite pleasant, but upset. This really upset me. Well, like, I was like, of all the things you could have said, I mean, what did he think she, he was a lot of face? She, Barbara like, she Windsor. She was cooperative. 
obviously just obviously upset is going through the grieving process but she was really cooperative with police that makes more sense but quite pleasant it's like what were you expecting barbara windsor on a body like what was he expecting i was i don't uh, understand really annoyed me of everything he could have said uh, just really annoyed me but never mind it's strange so basically they didn't get much information whilst they were in london yeah okay which are not really surprising given what's just been said. I yeah, as I said, I mean, you're not going to have everyone spilling their guts to you about, oh, yeah, by the way, we're in a crime syndicate and Kim. Did you nick in? <laughs> we bumped them off and we're running all this stuff. And, you know, of course they're not going to say, they're going to just say, well, we don't know. We don't know. We him. don't know anything. Yeah. Oh, is he missing? Oh, oops, a daisy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, so they never got the information I think they were looking for in London. Mm-hmm. And they haven't got really, or so they say, they don't have any information in Huntley. Or forensics. In area. Forensics, physically, whatever. So after that, they decided that John Donovan had committed suicide. Oh. Really? It was ruled a suicide. Sorry, that's my dog scratching. Oh, <laughs> Carly, please stop. Like, really? Yes, they ruled it a suicide. I feel that's a bit sloppy. I'm going to be honest, that's a bit like you don't have any... <laughs> sloppy? Like, think about cold Wait cases. until you hear what the police officer said. No. Okay, okay, it gets worse. I'm sorry, I interjected too <laughs> no, soon. No, you did not, but you need to hear this. When you say about sloppy, just listen to this. This police officer. Okay. <laughs> Starts off okay. All right. Right. So, this ex-police officer said, there was just no evidence to suggest that this was a murder. There wasn't any evidence, and if there isn't that, then there's nothing you can do. There is nothing to investigate. He went on further to say, however, I wish he didn't, and he just stopped right there, but he then continued with, all theories would have been exhausted and no evidence has been found to point to murder. He said, if he's had a domestic issue, if he ha- if he's getting grief because he's due someone a heap of dosh, no, or lost drugs, or whatever, then maybe he did kill himself. And where better place to do it? Are you, is he out of his mind? He's out of, I think he's been taking something. Who? Who says that? Whether that you're is an so ex, unprofessional. Whether you're an ex-police officer or not. I mean, it's so flippant and so unprofessional and disrespectful oh, to me, wow. personally. I don't care who I mean, he yes. is and what he's done. But I mean, at the end of the day, if that was your husband they were speaking about, you're like, be my, my husband drove over like nine hours, probably just looking where that 10, 11 because of stops. Because there's no way nobody, nobody drives for nine, nine hours plus with no break. Nobody no, you need diesel. You need, yeah. No petrol. And a pee. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So you're sitting there like, so he's done that. Probably distraught. If we're if we're saying it's suicide, distraught because mm-hmm. he's going to kill himself. Then gets to Huntley. And then it's like, oh, where's the best place for it? What, oh, well, this looks lovely. What, a blizzard? <clears throat> oh, well, yeah, of course. I just, I, I just, just thought that police officer was completely out of order. Gosh, even like we obviously we have colloquialisms and things like that that we use up here in yeah, the way that we speak. But, but dosh isn't even something a word that I would have used. And you're sitting there like you, you don't, you never hear police officers speaking like that. 
I just, I not, just couldn't believe it. Not given statements. I mean, as as boys got to be up in a giraffe, I was absolutely furious with the comments from this ex detective. I really, clearly oh, really ex, upset clearly me. Clearly, ex for a reason. Eh? So anyway, Lee, his stepson, who was eighteen at the time of John's death, said it was never suicide. John was not that sort of person to do that. There's no way he would have done that. He enjoyed life. Another family source added, it's never been thought that he committed suicide. I don't think Dina ever thought that, and I don't think anybody believed it. So, I mean, if we're looking at the situation, there's, obviously you brought up, this, the first thing that you brought up was the car. The fact that the car was pointed back to Aberdeen. So it kind of suggested that he was coming back. That's what I think. I think that's significant because nobody's whirling a car around in a snowstorm on one of those roads. Yeah, because no, it's where not. where that layby is is single road. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not four lanes for the dual carriageway. It's, no, it's, it's single road. Yeah, and in a snow snowstorm or with heavy snowfall, you're not whirling that round. No, and then you're like. Obviously, we've spoken about this before, and it's like, why would you get the car? Why would you get out the car in a blizzard to do it, whatever? But then, why would you then cross the road to the other side? Exactly. Like, it I makes don't, no sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean... People we, do weird People things. do strange things, and we don't know what's going through people's minds when they're suicidal. Mm-hmm. Um... But, you know, it still doesn't make sense why you would get out the vehicle, cross the road, go down the steep slope. Or did he shoot himself at the top and slide down? That might that, that might make, be makes why. No sense. I've I've seen where it's described as the gun is nearby and I have seen where it says a few feet away. Well, it can't be, well, a few feet being at the top of the slope and him being at the bottom. That I would believe. Possible, but yeah. But a few feet away is in, like, in either right or left direction. You're like, how? Yeah. Because how is he, because <clears throat> if you're thinking, and this is really, like, it's probably a trigger warning for everybody, but you're thinking, well, if it happens, then it's going to be like a, it's dead weight. It's just going to drop yeah, down. Just gonna, it's not like, holding it up. No. And then throwing it to the side. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm it's not happy one. with this. No, it, it, at it, all. I, I find it very strange. And I understand them being like, oh, there's no evidence. But you're like, but there's no other evidence to suggest otherwise either. And if it, if there's too many unanswered questions, why would you not just go until there's more evidence for cold cases? Yeah. Yeah, because think of yeah. how many cases sit out and they're like, oh, it's just open because we're waiting. But to just be like, nah. There's no, there's nothing to say whether there was just one cartridge in the gun. Now, Marty did say it, mate. He said it does depend on the shotgun. Mm-hmm, yeah. He says, but if you're a DN2, he says necessarily one can be shot, but the other one can still be in the barrel. I think that's the terminology. I'm not yeah. fair with, with guns, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But... I'd be like, surely there might... Like, I can understand how there was no maybe no fingerprints on the gun because if there'd been a thaw mm-hmm. of snow and then it had snowed again, then 
it could be possible that the prince had come off mm-hmm. the gum through the thaw yeah, and then the snow. Yeah, because they say water's like the worst. So yeah, because I think I think when you do fingerprint, like most of our bodies, water, water isn't it? And I think mm-hmm. that's the case of when you you leave fingerprints. Yeah, it's like oil and it's like, yeah. sweat and stuff like I think, that. I don't know, I have to, I'd have to look into it. I only know what I see on CSI, to be fair. <laughs> but, um, but I can understand kind of why there wouldn't have been fingerprints on the gum. There was no note left. Okay, that's... But then that makes no difference, because no. people you know, kill themselves and don't and don't leave notes. Yeah. So that's not something really to help you decide whether it was or whether it wasn't. There's nothing that says that they checked the car for fingerprints or anything like that to see if he, you know, they could maybe erase the family members' prints and see if there was anybody additional in the car with them. Mm-hmm. I, it's um, just like there was... There's just no information no, out there, so I don't actually know how much they investigated. Oh, in, because there's nothing. Because to say, there's yeah. because they decided, you know, there wasn't any evidence that you know <clears throat> he was down a slope. There was a gun, gunshot wound to the head. Chances are, it is suicide. Mm-hmm. So they've never looked any further. I yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk Operation Tiberius. I want to know who sits in an office and makes up the names of these. Is it the same people that makes up the... Well, not the same people, but it sounds like maybe it's the same situation where they make up the names of the um, kind of storms. And they go, it's A now, so it's like, right, a male a male name with A or a female name with A or like, well, gender neutral name of A or whatever. That's the Met Office, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. But I'm wondering who does it for... If, I don't if know. It's the same, if it's the same system that they use, that like, we're like, right, we've done, we've done, we're at Tiberius, we've had U-Tree, the famous one. I wonder where they got that from. Because it's like, that's not even related to anything, is it? I don't know. Weird. Anyway. But this one's called... Tiberius. Operation Tiberius. Fancy. Now, this was a secret, or not so secret now, police internal investigation. Mm. So, this report has detailed corrupt links. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Just She's she, all done. <coughs> she's choking on her iron brew. <laughs> Try to me. Oh, we're good. Okay? Carry on, yeah, we're good. Oh, goodness me. Sorry. No, that's okay. I just don't want to die in my I was literally room. trying to put the cup down so quietly. So I'm like, please don't catch this on the microphone. The clunk on the table. Then I'm like, inhale the juice. Like, oh! I was like, no, just die instead, okay? Great stuff. <laughs> At least everyone would know that I didn't emerge because I would publish oh, this. Yeah. Do you brief. think this, we would then be on a <clears> podcast? Death of Jacqueline Gowen by Adrian Brew original <laughs> in Emma's house. I don't find that funny. <laughs> I do find it hilarious. No. Carry on. Okay. Tiberius. Okay. Yes. So, it detailed the corrupt links between Metropolitan Police and organised crime. Oh, jeez. This thing is wild. This is like of duty. Who's H? <laughs> oh, oh, this is... And I've written on my notes, this is line of duty shit. Like, oh, big sorry, style. 
it. Like, I, no, you didn't steal that. I feel you. It is line of duty stuff, pal. <laughs> oh my pal. god. There was gangs using their Freemason contacts to recruit corrupt police officers oh, no. in Scotland Yard. Oh. There was tampering of evidence, interference. Oh Drugs, prostitution, oh no, jurors being bought off or threatened. It is 189 pages of pure madness. Holy hell! And it's on the internet. Just type in Operation Tiberius and just run wild. Oh my god, honestly, who leaked that? Or was it public public information? No, it was leaked to the Independent, I think it was. The Independent or the Scotsman, I can't remember. I think it was the Independent. One of the broadsheets, one of the big ones. But, um... Oh my God. But no, it was. It was, and it's... And honestly, I mean, you could do two podcasts just on this. Oh my God. I read a, a small amount of it, but it's there's just so much. I mean, you'd never trust a police officer again. If you read the whole document, you'd be like, oh no. Anywho, the crime syndicate that our victim John Donovan was allegedly involved with was heavily documented in the secret investigation. And the death of John Donovan was mentioned within it. So give me a second, because I actually have the, um, the pages of where he is mentioned. Now, obviously, some of this is black, dude. Yeah. So, blank. The body of John Donovan was found on the deserted stretch of dual carriageway outside Aberdeen with a fatal gunshot wound to the head. His car had been left on the opposite side of the road and a shotgun was lying near to the body. He was subsequently identified as James John Donovan of blank. Mm-hmm. I love dogs. Blank. Donovan was known to have been involved with Blank in the delivering of consignments of cocaine from London to Scotland, probably on behalf of the Blank organisation. Oh. Now, I've actually found the name... Of this organisation. Of this organisation. I actually read a bit, but I am not mentioning it because I want to keep all the digits that I have in my eyeballs plus my tongue. I'm (laughs) quite partial to my ears as well. So there is no way I'm mentioning it. No. But um, it's worth a read. I'll send you the link. Okay. Officers from Grampian Police travelled to London soon afterwards and made inquiries which included interviews with Blank and the management at the Blank Gym. The Scottish liaison was held through Blank at SO7 Projects and they remain unaware of SIS interest in these matters. It is understood that Grampian CID eventually wrote off the incident as a suicide. Oh, wrote it off. I don't like that word, Jim. Wrote off kind of does imply that it's like, oh, they'll just, they'll just write us off. It was the same with that ex-police officer. We so maybe he did. Maybe he did kill himself. It's almost like it's like, we, we can't tell. Not that's probably why he uh, killed that's himself. That's the most likely... The most likely root of what has occurred yeah, here he is said that's maybe. It's just a bit like, did you not have enough evidence? You went down there, you were like, oh, bugger me. No. And come back up a road and was like, suicide it. Mm-hmm. 
Like, was this, like, what did you find out when you went down to London? I don't know. I don't... I, I don't know if maybe because, well, we don't have that much crime up here. We are very lucky. There's not a massive amount of murderers. We don't have serial killers. We'll touch wood when I say that, actually. Like, you know, it's not a regular occurrence, the crimes. Whereas in London, even back in 2001, there is murders every day in that city. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. They are used to it. They are equipped. They're clearly being paid off by somebody. You know, they don't want, you know, cowboys for the northeast coming down and disrupting what yeah, they've got going or how they do things. It also makes you wonder whether, like, when when it was said, I can't remember. You said it in past tense, or would you think that somebody was like, "Listen, we've got." This is what's going on. You're not supposed to know, but it's suicide. Like, don't even look into it just now. Because Maybe. Something because something else is going on. I just say, look, just do it suicide because there's an investigation. Like, this things is, like, are going we've got, down. We've got like, bigger fish yeah. to deal with just now other than this. But, but then that's not fair on the family. No, and I completely agree. I completely agree. But I just... I... And at this rate, I don't think they're ever... Well, I hope that they do at some point over time find out what one it was because at this moment in time I I, I don't I, I couldn't hedge a bet on either or mm. I'm looking thinking it's a bit suspicious so John Donovan along with two others one being Christopher Perman and another unnamed man who apparently was a main enforcer and who's said to be a violent gangland enforcer who is believed to have ready access to firearms. Okay. Now, this three are mentioned throughout other articles which aren't even related to the case, um, but the death of other gangland members and things like that. And this particular main enforcer is unnamed every time. Mm. which I find very strange. He was unnamed in Tiberius. All the articles, he's unnamed as well. So I have no name for him whatsoever. But these three people are the Perman, John, Donovan, and this other guardian, um, were meant to be the main ones who were taking consignments of cocaine from London, Scotland. Okay, which makes sense why you probably know the route for coming up to Huntley and things like that. Well, because he's travelling. Because he's travelling. So, give you a rundown on this crime syndicate because, like, really, we are not speaking about wee Jimmy on the corner sending a, selling a wee bit of, you know, Colombian marching powder. Mm. We are speaking about a family-run mob who ruled the entire east end of london back in 2001 okay um they were massive and absolutely ruthless um and they had contacts across the uk europe and the far east right. so i mean they weren't so small. we're speaking big big boys here all right um so it's alleged that the head of the family actually had well established links with drug networks in aberdeen mm. and glasgow Right. Which, again, it, you know, if he's a drug runner. Either John Donovan you know, is a drug John runner. John Donovan is a drug runner and they've got links to Aberdeen. 
kind well, of makes up, sense yeah, that he was going to go here, as far yeah. as Aberdeen. But to go um, for Huntley makes you question But that then, one. again, like it's, it just mentions that he had links to Aberdeen and Glasgow. There's nothing to say that he wasn't dropping off in Inverness as well, because we can't forget the Highlanders. Oh, yeah, we can't forget that... You know, I, they need a bit Because anybody that doesn't know about Scotland doesn't only have Glasgow and Edinburgh or just Aberdeen. There's even a whole other bitty above us. It's unbelievable, the country that we've got. It's amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, it's not out of the realms of possibility that they weren't dropping off consignments to Inverness. No, no. I mean, just because it's nice and clean up there doesn't mean to say they haven't got their own little... Situation. Bring them upstairs. Do you know what I mean? No. Well, this is it. Even if you, even even if you're thinking to themselves that any sales are sales at the mm. end of the day, even if they've got enough runners up there. And back money. in two thousand and one, I would probably say if two thousand and one's twenty year ago, I would say cocaine was still looking that at a rich man's drug. Yeah, really, it was pretty much. Yeah. I was trying to get um off the internet the prices. Of it in comparison mm-hmm. to today's prices because everyone's banging cocaine nowadays. I'm not personally, and neither are you. But you know, there used to be a thing where cocaine was the rich man's. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Drug, you know, your solicitors, well, yeah. your financials, your coppers. You know, everyone was banging it. Mm-hmm. So we say, yeah, you know, because I mean, everybody. It seems to be it's something that's never really gone away. You look at um, the like there's always like the party drugs of the nineties, mm-hmm. like ecstasy. LSD for a while in the 70s and 60s and 70s, these kind of like died out in terms of like not many people are mm. still taking them, but cocaine seems to have like. The clientele's changed yeah. with cocaine. Yeah, oh, wow. For like every, you like, know, even, you know, your workers in a yard are doing it now. Mm-hmm. I, but, I mean, that, it was, that was the like, perception that it was a rich man's drug. Yeah. Um, no, I Because it was expensive. And I did read that um, a policeman said, tried to write that off and says, well, I don't know why they would be up here with cocaine because cocaine wasn't really a big thing here in 2001. And I was like, what planet were you on? You'd all yeah, the oil workers. Because, yeah. That were say, especially people that were working offshore. And again, we don't know how much, like obviously now they get like, random drug testing and mm-hmm. drug screening and things like that but i don't know what that was I like in 2001 like in, no i've no idea because again no we're speaking idea. about 20 years ago and you think oh it's only 20 years ago but it's like but things have completely changed you're thinking well how many of them even coming off it's off they're off long enough to pass a drugs test mm. do you mean how many folk do well i've been on nights where you bumped into folk that are coming from offshore mm. and it's like they are out to have a good time, so they have landed back, mm-hmm. and they've got like a couple of weeks, like three weeks before Aye, three they're weeks back off on. Before they're going back, and on it's like the first night that they're back, it's like holy yeah, Jesus! And I'm not saying that wild. I, yeah, and I'm not even saying that that wasn't even drugs related. That was just pretty much drinking at a bar. Mm-hmm. But if they're gonna take some cocaine to sober up to carry on, they will do it. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But um, allegedly, but, allegedly, yeah, of course, we don't know anyone that ever would do that. I no. mean, it's absolutely disgraceful. But um, I so they imported drugs on a massive scale. Pretty much what we're saying. Yeah. So and the question they were, did, so they were they... also I don't know, oh, sorry, tell you this sorry, because sorry. clearly somebody was watching Fast and the Furious <laughs> because they also were involved in high value lorry hijacking. Seriously, seriously, this gun was involved, and I, I had visions of you know, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, and his missus. Can't mind her name, Cheryl Rodriguez. 
Yeah, but what was her name in the in the? Band? I don't watch Fast and the Furious. Babe. Shut the front door! You came to the cinema with me to watch like two or something. Definitely one. And oh, was it one? It was only one, and definitely don't remember. No, it. Fast and the Furious two, you neep. No, yeah, we went to see one of the Fast and Furiouses. Yes, but it was number two. I'm oh, saying. I am only saying one of them, not okay, number okay. one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got that clear, dog. Jeez, oh, I'm pretty Jeez. sure Nancy really would have given a shite. Probably <laughs> not, but we need to clear but, up. But um, yeah. Oh. So, anyway, yeah, so just I, I know I have a question. So obviously, and I know that the answer is you don't know, but I'm like. So, if they're carting, it sounds more likely that he would have maybe been in the car carting stuff up the road. Because you're like, who's driving nine hours for, <sighs> well, you know, out to, do you know See, what I mean? this is it. This is, this is where I think the suicide side Fails. Falls, falls down. Yeah. Because if you are running drugs for an empire like that, that empire is near trusting one man to drive how much drugs? I mean, we're speaking about... We're seeing Glasgow. And are they mad hatters? Then we're seeing Aberdeen and are they crazy folks? And then and then we're and possibly, possibly in Inverness. Possibly, because there's no evidence know, of that. Know, yeah. You know, I mean, we are now speaking... As I we're said, speaking, we're, we're not speaking about a little snowflake even here. Even if you're thinking that it's like... Even like a hundred thousand pounds of people are like, oh well, you know. But then twenty years ago, even now, it's still a lot of money. I mean, mm. it's not the big, the big bus stops that they're making these days. You hear it's millions, mm. but you're like, twenty years ago, that was a lot of money. Is is somebody trusting one person no. to drive up the length of the country with consignment of cocaine and then to come back with that money? No. Well, because. Your pals in Glasgow and Aberdeen aren't doing a box transfer, are they? No, no, it's It's going to be cash. Cold, hard cash. Yeah. Which has been phased, really phased out now, but like you're saying... Drug dealers are screwed, man. You ain't Google paying that, are you? Not really. <laughs> to my drug dealer. <laughs> Indian. Of oh. pegs, I'm up in Hi. <laughs> 30 grand for an Indian. Great. So I'm speaking about Indian food, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you have to... You have to explain often. But, like, see, but, like... You're, you're but not... you know what I mean? I'm thinking to if... myself, so... But it doesn't even... It would never have happened anyway, because even if we didn't look into it, it's like the report said that there was always three of them. They were these three badges. It said that there was these three people. It was John per, uh, John Donovan, Christopher, Christopher Perman, and this unnamed enforcer boy who's meant to be a psychopath. So they're always together <clears throat> doing these drug runs and you just think to yourself, well, it would make sense that, it makes more sense that that was the reason that he was even in the vicinity near Huntley. Yes. Because ultimately... That explains that, really. That, yeah, because ultimately it doesn't make any sense other than that. Mm. Because why would you? No. I don't believe you're driving 600 miles no. almost to go and especially, commit suicide and in a snow blizzard outside your car. Nowhere near Aberdeen With either. a sawn-off shotgun. Yeah, nowhere near Aberdeen either. Because effectively you're like, it's not, like Huntley is nowhere near. It's like 40 miles. It's not in the, like, you're literally going to And you're facing south. Why would you turn the car around? Why not just stop the car? If you're getting out the car... To kill yourself anyway. Yeah. Then... You could just abandon it in the middle of the road because I imagine the road was shut. I wouldn't imagine. I would imagine it wasn't far off it. To be honest with you, if it wasn't in the 
the Levi that we're speaking about is like the road would have been open to get to the Levi. Mm-hmm. Because we already discussed this. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I, d- I, I don't... I personally... I don't... Do not sense. believe that it was suicide. I don't think he drove all that way, leaving his family to go and, and shoot himself in the head. And to get out the car... Cross the road. Cross the road to an embankment, whether he why he took his life at the top that? or whether he did it at the bottom. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it just no. I'm just. I mean, he could have. He could have done it in the car. Yeah, that's you why know. I didn't understand either. I'm like, why would you bother to get out? Yeah. Especially if, especially when they say wild, it's like, how are you managing to hold it? Like, hold a gun. Because, I mean, when they say it's wild, they're like, it is it wild. Is what, I mean, you are like... Yeah, the you, wind's you blowing a hooli. It's... I yeah, mean, I can only imagine what, what the conditions were. You know? Just so, I'm just... Sense. I'm just not happy with the suicide. It makes me think that, in my mind... In my mind, it makes me think that they thought, right, we'll do the uh, Inverness run. We'll do Aberdeen. We'll, we'll go... I will go and then maybe get to Huntley and the weather is that bad that they're like, right, we're going to turn back because this is horrendous. Mm. And then what happens? But then something's clearly happened. But it must have been another car. It must have been. There has to have been. Unless it was really planned. Which then, which then makes the idea of them travelling up together... not a thing basically because if they'd all travelled up together in one car fair enough but they left the car there so there must have been another vehicle for them to get back not unless they arranged for another vehicle to be there but then why kill him you see what was the sense. what was the motive did they think he was a grass was he stealing from them? was he stealing from them do you know what I mean it just you know, there, there, was, there must have is... been a reason because even, you know, you know. It doesn't normally just happen for nothing. No, and nobody's going about just popping cops in people's asses for no <laughs> reason, really. Do you know what I mean? No, feel you. Even, even gangsters, Mm-mm. you know, they're not going to start a carry on for no reason. So this violent enforcer... Mm-hmm. that we're speaking about, this unnamed one, was actually shot six weeks after John Donovan's body was found. Suspiciously close timeline. I know. So he was shot on his doorstep of his house in Tower Hamlets in London. Jesus. He took two thirty-two calibre bullets, which hit him in the face and neck. Whoa. One of the bullets lodged in the roof of his mouth, and the other one... It was resting against his spine. Oh, jeez. He survived. Shut the front door. <laughs> Honestly, what? he did. He survived. I was reading about it today. He survived it. So it's like still kicking about now? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. That is one lucky man. But uh, that's Why does somebody want to shoot him in the face? Well, see, this is it. No, that was it seems him. very suspicious to me that six weeks after the boy John Donovan's been killed. Or himself, yeah. But, yeah, his death. Oh, well, oh, he's killed him. His death, sorry. There we go. But I did say that I don't believe it for a yes, second. Yes, I understand. So, you, so, you, yes. so and I just find it very strange that six weeks later, this guy's 
Are you being shot in the face? Being shot in the face on his doorstep. That is insane. Sorry. So that's insane. <laughs> Perman, the third man. Okay. He was jailed in two thousand and seven for a gunland as gunland assassination. Right. So then I was thinking to myself, hmm. Was it him that was going to be putting bullets in Abdi? Was he told to, yeah. Was he told to? Well, that's what I was thinking. However, that's not what he was jailed for. When I started reading into it, it turns out that there was another gangland enforcer person who actually stabbed his son to death. Oh. And so he sh- he went to the country club where all the gangsters hobnob and just shot like... him in front of everyone. Fair play. Fair play. Well, yeah, fair play. I was like, yeah, okay, why not? I mean, we don't... Like, Obviously, we, we don't agree with violence no, and stuff all, like that. But, but I, mean, I mean, you know. You know. Yeah. So then I thought, mm, well, This is maybe. the problem sometimes with these things. It's like people get into... Because it's like fast money and it's dangerous money and the lifestyle and things like that. And, and sometimes you watch movies and it does glamorise it a little mm-hmm. bit and things mm-hmm. like that. But you're thinking, but this this is the reality of it. You're you're putting not just yourself at risk. You're putting family, friends, your kids, all these things. So. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not happy with this case, Jax. It, it it is. There's no. It's the onion. Personally, I don't think there's any evidence to suggest it was suicide. But I don't think that there's Anything any evidence to, to suggest it to wasn't suggest either. That it but wasn't. that might be the snow. Well, yes. And I don't think there's any evidence to suggest that it wasn't murder. I I, I do think that when you If you know what I mean, there's no evidence to suggest it. This is why I'm saying that when they ruled it as suicide, it's like you could have just shelved this and went, do you know what? We don't know. We'll we'll come back to it. You know, maybe wait until there's better technology oh, or whatever evidence something because I am, you're, yeah I, am, I was really disappointed with the story because they didn't go into detail to say whether the car was checked that really was my bugbear on this i was like well, did that, anybody check that car because it is like pretty much was the there only one, one bullet can't be this was the other thing was there only one bullet but who decides that they're going to do that to themselves with a sawnel shotgun I don't if you can get your hands on any gun, and clearly he could because he people he knew people. Yeah, he ran in those he, circles. He, he wanted it. He got it. Exactly. Yeah. Like he couldn't get a handgun. Why would you? Why that? I would imagine that they would have if they were if they were traveling with drugs up and down the country. I would Shut imagine they would have hit a sawn off shotgun in the car just in case they got into a bit of you. But would you not have a handgun on you? I don't know. I'm not a gangster. I don't, I don't know, I've only watched movies. I don't know, I don't think I would have a handgun, I'm not just going to whip out a handgun. I don't know. You're d- Do you know I'm not, you're not the supposed one that's to like, drive from London up yeah, to Aberdeen with cocaine Yeah, but you're supposed to like, take the shotgun out and then stick it under the table, like pointing at the ghoulies and say, you know... Dude, I don't know, how do you make get a sawn-off shotgun? Make her all move you and you lose your manhood. How do you sneak a sawn-off shotgun into a drug exchange? In your black leather jacket. Oh, dude, this isn't the Matrix. What the hell are you watching? <laughs> I don't know. I d- I don't know. There's this is another one where there's not, th- but there is no answer. No, because the answer is the answer technically legally is suicide, but we're just like, Mm-mm. 
No, I'm not happy like, with that. You can, you say what? No. <laughs> so the family aren't happy with that either. Fair play. So in 2019, this is where most of my information has come from. Okay. Is because the st- the story was run in 2019 because they're saying we don't believe it was suicide. And then so whether they're gonna fight to try and get this case reopened, I don't know. Well, unfortunately, just freaking COVID. As Which well. then makes me wonder if certain people are dead that would make them decide yeah. because I'm not being funny like if I was on my lonesome you know mm-hmm. a widow of an enforcer whatever and I had a feeling that he was murdered by some of these cronies mm-hmm. I wouldn't be speaking up <laughs> like in fit just let it be suicide why not because again I'm happy with my digits <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. new into losing thin. I'm happy with my life. I want to keep living my life. Because next thing you can, you've got a bag over your head, love. Do you know what I mean? And a machete. Or your house is set alight. I've watched the films. <laughs> I've watched them. There's just no way. I think that as well as that is... I could understand why they're saying that they don't think it was suicide. But it's a hard one because how do you know, though... Like, I know, I, I'm sitting here like, I don't think it was suicide <clears throat> either. It's There's too much variables, there's too much, there's too much unanswered, there's not enough evidence to suggest that it was suicide, that there's not enough evidence to suggest it was murder either, but it's like, well, but at the same time, to me, it's like, if there's not enough evidence to suggest it was murder, then you can't say it was murder, but then the same should go with, well, there's not enough evidence to say that he killed himself. Self, yeah. It's like, you're basically saying you've murdered yourself. Mm. effectively and it's like well but you can't pin that on that guy because you don't fucking know there's no evidence to suggest that yeah and he's not here yeah so I'm just no cold case and shelter because sometimes that's even like as shit just now pardon my French but it's better in the long run mm. for the family because it's like you're you're saying that it's especially when they have especially if you have a picture in your head of how somebody is and then this happens and you're like you question yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So, I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I've it's just, I've brought, thought about it. You brought a right one to the table today, my love. I have, haven't I? And do you know what? This is going to bug me for years to come, probably. You should apologise. <laughs> no, I'm, really I'm, really I'm really sorry I've done it to myself, because literally, <laughs> this will bug me for years. But I feel I feel for his family. I definitely do because that is a lot. Because I mean, we, you've only just found you found this out what like about a month ago, mm. and this has been like four weeks of hell. Five, yeah, four, like I have gone over this story, this. gone over this story. So you imagine living I, that? Yeah, no, I mean that. No, I I don't know. I don't know how it would feel. That's hard. There's there's no answers, and when we were making the graphics for it and that's what I was saying you know in conclusions there are no answers mm-hmm. really there is nothing and with the answers you end up with mere questions yeah the answers it's just it's just wild I'm just not happy with it I really am not I would like somebody to just come forward and say I did it I'd be very happy so do you do, what does your gut say your gut says it my gut my gut says it was murder I th- I think that it was something was going down. Something was going on. Mm-hmm. There was a reason. There was a motive. It wasn't just random act of violence. No, it was a motive. He was he was in amongst all that gangsters, 
there is a number of things that could have gone wrong. Um, I think it makes sense that he was up here because obviously they're doing runs. I think there could be a possibility that they did the Inverness and travel to Inverness. And... So yeah, so you're just thinking that it's yeah, it's yeah. He had a reason to be in this neck of the woods, mm -hmm. even if he was forty mile out of his way. He had a reason. It is somewhere that he had obviously been before. Yes. So, to me, that's not suspicious, and I don't think he was thinking in my head. Oh, I'm gonna go to this area. I'm gonna commit suicide. You know, like sometimes people like almost romanticize it yeah, yeah. by like, oh, they're standing on top of a hill looking out at this beautiful yeah landscape yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You weren't a seeing shit, basically. <laughs> if you were in a snowstorm, no, in Huntley, it's no. not happening. No, you know and why Huntley though? That's what I'm saying. A lay by again. Just, so it doesn't make. It sense. It just doesn't make sense so to I me at all. So I think that it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. So we might actually be able to update. Because yeah, we don't have the answers. I don't. And see I don't know whether the family are going to pursue this or not. I could imagine that that could put them in quite dangerous territory. If I'm honest, um, yeah. so I don't know. But I will keep an eye out. And we'll keep you updated. On it, and keep you updated should anything else happen. Because, as I said, this is going to be one of those that's going to bug me for years now, mm. I think. But thank you for sharing. Because no. like, you did spend a lot of time on this. I did, because, like, it... it oh, I've got to stop saying that, saying. It it really got to me. It really it, it, did. It was like, no. It was one of those I couldn't no, no, let go. No, no, no. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why? Um. So, yeah, no, it was a very interesting case. And... I, and I really do hope that somebody re-looks at it. Well, um, yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I know. Suicide, murder. Like, let's give us your thoughts. You know, you can find us on Twitter at at pints a. Is it underscore a? Underscore a. Sorry, at pints underscore a. I was about to say I didn't know either. So. You find us on Instagram, which we are under Brew. What are we under? At Brew and Crispies. At Brew and Crispies. Or you can email us at Brew and Crispies at gmail dot com. Yep. And let us know your thoughts because yeah, slip into the DMs and stuff. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. Tweet us. You know. We're on Good Pods. Pod Chaser. Pod Chaser. Um, you can also find us on all um street on pretty much most streaming services these days, mm -hmm. like Spotify. Um, we're on Anchor FM. We're on Apple Pods. We're on Google Pods. We're on all the pods. Like yeah, there's so many pods. It's ridiculous. So many pods. So obviously, we're we we're not not one next week and the week after. I think it's back to me again, isn't it? Um, yeah, but I think we're not going to do a crime one in the sense of a crime story, are we? We're going to go kind of for doing a bit about punishment. It is. It's going to be. Well, I, we were speaking about this, and and I just and we discovered that the last um, hanging in the UK, and I think it might have been the last death penalty served served in the UK, but that could be a lie. So I won't. Say we need that. to look into that. I'll need to look into it. I'm not quite finished. But that is, um, that was in Aberdeen. So we're going to discuss that. Yeah. 
Sounds so, good. That's I, what we'll be discussing next week. So we shall see you then. We will do. Stay safe. Bye. Bye-bye.